and get Burkhardt. Burkhardt is an authorized Generac generator dealer that sells, installs, and services Generac generators. And now through June 23rd, you receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new Generac generator through Burkhardt. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to sales and service of Generac generators, visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. Afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, where you can listen live also at Dash FM 106.1. Uh, also, give us a, a follow at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher is the Facebook page, and don't forget about EricAsher.com. Under reconstruction right now, uh, but nevertheless, you can still go to the uh, site. Also, again, don't podcast is up shortly after the um, the show i'm getting emails and and private messages from folks that are looking for the um, the podcast we normally try to get that up at least a half an hour after the show it's on all the major podcasting platforms anchor apple iheart spreaker spotify google i mean you name it we're on it but if for, for some reason we're not on your favorite uh, platform hey let me know Eric at ericasher.com and we'll do our best to get it on there for you again the uh, phone number is 504 Two six zero one zero six one, 
And uh, we got a tight show for you today. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is going to join us at around 4.30 this afternoon. We'll talk LSU with him. We'll talk about, again, the comings and goings on the football team and then also what's happening with the coaching search. We'll get into that. Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights, will join us. We'll look at the postmortem on last night's loss to the Indiana Pacers uh, in overtime, 118-116 to in the Smoothie King Center. Pelicans now 4-3 and on the season. And then we'll finish up with Mike Trippett of ESPN. He will join us at 535. Normally in a Fletcher Mackle spot, Fletch will join us on Thursday. He's actually up in a meet, Devonta Smith, uh, having some kind of a mock um, uh, Heisman-type uh, celebration. And, look, there's a good chance that the kid from Emeet that, that, uh, that bolted to Alabama will be, a, will be the Heisman um, Trophy winner this year. And congratulations to him. And it's just tough. It's tough for uh, you know somebody that loves this state, loves this city. Uh, and, and, and loves LSU as well to see, you know, some of these prized recruits heading over to Alabama. And we see it every single year. And then again, when you see the uh, when you see, you see Alabama in the big games or even against LSU, when you hear these names being called and you know their hometowns are right here in Louisiana, it's tough. But, you know, I've talked about it a lot, a lot of this program over the years. It, it, it's hard to be able to, you know, narrow down a. 16, 17, 18-year-old kid on what they're going to do, and some kids just want to get away. Uh, Nick Saban has built a machine at at Alabama, and a lot of kids uh, from Louisiana, some remember him from his time uh, at at, um, – let me take that back. Some have heard stories about him and his time at LSU and, of course, know what type of program he's put together over at Alabama. So – it is what it is, but congratulations to uh, Devonta Smith on a great season, and uh, I'm glad you're gone. I'm glad you're heading to the NFL, uh, and so we don't have to see you. Maybe we'll just we'll see you in another uniform. Uh, you know, hopefully not in the NFC South. Uh, so we'll talk to uh, Mike Triplett uh, about what's going on with um, uh, the New Orleans Saints this afternoon, uh, and, and Fletcher will join us on Thursday. Uh, speaking of the Pelicans losing last night to Indiana, first of all. Uh, 118 to 116. Look at they had the, had the game wrapped up for the most part. Just too many mistakes by both players and coaches down the stretch. You know, you got too many veteran players on that court at the end, again, to be able to make the type of mistakes they made down the stretch here. Uh, you know, the, 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 not, not calling a timeout with 20 seconds left in, in, in regulation uh, is a mortal sin. It just is. And, and Van Gundy's a better coach than that. And, and the players on the court are, are, are smarter than that as well. Uh, again, it probably cost in the game, but not, it wasn't just that. I mean, the lack of ball movement, uh, you know, if you want to really get nitpicky, you know, not starting Zion Williamson in overtime. He sat at the scores table for almost half of overtime. Man, start the kid. If he's going to be one of your guys, if he's going to be one of the faces of the franchise, get him on the court. He's a mismatch no matter what. So, again, that, that, was, that was a little bit uh, disconcerting. I've got to be honest with you. But, again, the problem with this team continues as, as it has uh, you know, through the, t- the era of, uh, of Alvin Gentry, and it still continues now. And, look, it's going to take some time. Uh, but turnovers are still the Achilles heel of this team. 18 turnovers last night, and, and in critical times that, that allowed uh, Indiana either back in the game or, or, or allowed them to, to sustain, a, uh, sustain a lead. It was, it was very frustrating to see the turnovers because some of these turnovers were lackadaisical and nonchalant, and it shouldn't have happened. Well, I'll just say this. Look. It's going to be very, very tight in the West this year, as it's been over the last few years. And I know there's the play-in tournament at the end of the season where, again, you still get a chance uh, to be able to get into the playoffs, to play yourself into the playoffs. You don't want to be in that position. Okay, you want to be in a position where, again, you're a locked-in seed and you're just getting ready to be able to play uh, your, your playoff series. 
these are games that when you lose games like this, they come back to bite you. This is one they should have had, and, and you just can't give away victories in the West. It's the difference between making the postseason and being a lottery team once again. And I know there's growing pains here. Look, it's six, what is it now? Seven games into the season, right? And we, we all know without a training camp, uh, with a quick turnaround from the NBA season, with, with again, the overhaul of the roster, uh, it's going to take some time to get some continuity. Uh, and, and still even time to be able to figure out rotations for Van Gundy. You know, for instance, again, Bledsoe playing well over the last two games kind of disappears a little bit in the, in the, toward the end of the game. Uh, but, um, again, I am going to be patient with this because I understand uh, it's going to take some time. Normally, as I've said before in the past, it takes about a quarter of the season to see what you have when it comes to an NBA team. It's going to take a little bit longer this time around, especially for those that have that uh, those franchises that have changed coaching staffs or have had an overall like the uh, of the roster like we see here in New Orleans. But with that said, this is a talented basketball team. Okay, this is one of the more talented teams in the NBA. Am I going to put it up in the upper echelon? No, but they have talent. The problem is a lot of that talent is young and inexperienced, and there's going to be a lot of growing pains going forward. Uh, but at the same time, you just can't make the self-inflicted wounds, those critical mistakes down the stretch, then again are the difference between wins and losses. And that's what happened to the Pelicans last night. And, and, and furthermore, I don't, whether you're in a situation where we're in a, in a COVID-19 season or not, you can't give away home games. It's going to be difficult enough now when you start getting on these road trips where you're playing every other night instead of getting the, the staggered uh, uh, play like we saw last season. Uh, because you're trying to fit 72 games into a short window here, play, players are going to get tired. So you've got to be able to make sure when you're home, you've got to defend your home court. And that's something the Pelicans didn't do last night. And uh, gave away one they shouldn't have given away, because that was, that was a game that was right for the picking and one they should have won. 118-116, to, 110, to one, uh, Pelicans go down. Uh, Saints getting ready for the uh, Bears in the wild card round. Uh, let me say this. As, as I go back and I, and I looked at, at, at the, at the Bears-Saints uh, overtime uh, uh, victory, uh, just kind of going back over that game, but I started thinking as, as, I was, as I was going through this, because, you know, look, we know what the Bears front is like, right? I mean, look, you can say anything you want about Trubisky and, and again, his inexperience, hot and cold. Uh, you can talk about, well, you know, where, where they are in terms – look, they got skill position players, okay? Uh, you know, uh, you know in, in terms of – uh, the ability to be able to, you know, Robinson is a pretty good player at the wide receiver position. Darnell Mooney's had a great year for out, uh, out of Tulane. Anthony Miller is, is is a solid wide receiver. I mean, you, you know, again, we, we know what uh, Jimmy Graham is as far as the tight end goes. And Montgomery's been a nice running back for him. So, again, the biggest problem what they've had on, on offense is the inconsistency. Uh, and, and Mitch Trubisky has been a big part of that. But if you want to be a little bit fearful of the Bears, you are fearful of, of again, the monsters of Midway. And when I say that, Akeem Hicks, okay, Khalil Mack, uh, Rohan Smith, uh, Dan, Danny Trevathan, uh, Trevathan at, at the, at the um, linebacker position. Uh, but you look at, uh, again, Mario Edwards, who was, who was with the Saints recently, okay, has played really well for them this year. Another former Saint, John Jenkins, comes in and kind of fills the middle uh, for them at time at nose tackle. Uh, you know, you look at, at Nicholas, uh, also, again, um, Urban. Uh, Inside, they are physical and they are tough. And I remember last year against the Vikings and even again against, against the Rams, 
them trying to be able to, again, uh, affect Breeze in the pocket by doing everything they could to be able, again, take advantage of, of up the middle. you got a situation now, uh, and when you talk about the, uh, the Saints offensive line, which has been lauded again this year as being one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, and look, they're a physical offensive line. They've been able to run the football effectively. For the most part, they've been able to uh, protect both Breeze and, and Taysom Hill. Uh, and you know, um, But uh, when you look at interior with Eric McCoy, uh, whether it's going to be Ruiz, Easton, and, and, and Andres Pete, I am afraid that, again, they're going to use that same game plan the Vikings used a, a season ago to try to affect Breeze as he drops back to pass. We know he likes to step up in the pocket, uh, and, and that's one of the ways that they do that, either on a delayed bit, blitz or, again, just physically taking it to the interior of the Saints offensive line. This is where they sputtered the last couple seasons. Going to be interesting to see again how they play this this weekend because you know the Bears are going to test the interior of that offensive line for the Saints. Uh, they're going to make sure that Breeze doesn't have a clean pocket to be able to step in uh, and, and throw the ball. That's why I think you got to you got to match physicality with physicality. I really believe when you talk about the physicality of this team, okay, especially on the offensive side of the ball, if you're running the football. And, and, and you give these guys a chance to get a lather going, get physical, they're going to be much better in the passing game. Plus, it means that the Bears have to respect the Saints' running game. Now, again, we expect, our expectations are the entire running back core will be back, including Alvin Kamara. Kamara will not practice this week. As I mentioned yesterday on the program, he doesn't need practice. Uh, just show him the game plan, put him on Zoom. Uh, at this point, even the rest may do him good, and, you know, uh, sitting out and not having to practice all week long, uh, almost like one of those veteran days off. It is what it is, but you're going to need him on the field in some form or fashion on Sunday uh, when, when you take on the Bears. With that said, I talked about it yesterday, right? Uh, Kamara has got to be more of a leader on this team. And when I say that, I'm not saying that he hasn't been a leader on the field because he has, and he's been a leader in the locker room. But what he did with this COVID-19 uh, positive test uh, was, again, a lack of leadership on his part. Uh, again, you got plenty of time to party after you win the Lombardi. You don't have to be partying after you, after you got six touchdowns. And, again, whether it was him or, 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 or Chauncey John, Gardner-Johnson going out maskless, getting in a crowd of people, whether it was in a ballroom or a group of people, uh, friends, hey, man, you've come too far in this season. All right, all right? The second season is about to start. And, and you don't have just the enemy. It's not just the, 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 the team that you're playing, you're playing or, again, worrying about injuries that happen within the game. Now you're worried about COVID-19. So you've got to follow those protocols. And I'm very disappointed, again, that, that, that Kamara uh, was in this situation. I know that Mickey Loomis kind of talked around it on, on his radio show last night. Uh, didn't really want to get pinned down on, 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 the, uh, on the situation. Didn't want to talk bad about Kamara. But, look, I talked about Just tell it like it is. The, the honest thing to say is Kamara let his team down. And hopefully, again, that's not that, that's, that he's going to realize that and learn from this situation. And it only affected them last week in a game that they won anyway, and it won't affect them into the playoffs. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll continue the conversation about the Saints. Also, we'll talk about the furloughs uh, for the city being lifted for first responders. We'll get into that as well. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We're about to get into a real cold snap. Look, I love when the weathermen start to say possibility of snow. Well, maybe, uh, but more than likely, no. But what it means is it's going to be very cold temperatures coming over the next over the next week or so. You've got to make sure that that heater is working properly. Uh, first of all, it's about making sure that you're keeping your family safe. 
from carbon monoxide poisoning or fires. Go with an expert. Go with Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They have 15 trucks in the field. Uh, they won't keep you home all day long waiting on them because they'll give you a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Nate certified technicians, the highest certification you get in the industry when it, when it comes to uh, technicians. And, folks, they'll only do the work that's necessary. If it means just coming in and doing a thorough cleaning and inspection of your heating system, they'll do that. But if there, if there is a part that, that is going bad, if there's something wrong with the system, they will fix only what's wrong with the system. You can trust Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, that's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by Frank's Red Hot Thick Sauce. It's thick. Frank's Red Hot Thick Sauce is still the perfect blend of flavor and heat, but in four flavors, like Buffalo Ranch. It's thicker and saucier than ever. How thick? Thick. Frank's Red Hot Thick Sauce. I put that sh** on everything. Delays remain solid on 10 westbound from Claiborne to Canal. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past the Legion Fields to the high rise. And if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side, your delays are from before Chapatulas to the Calliope Street exit. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 fillet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my good friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Have you heard these honeydew complaints? Honey, did you fix the AC? Honey, the house is hot again. Honey, the AC bill is more than our mortgage. It's time to turn those honeydews into honeyduns. When it comes to replacing your AC system, I recommend Burkhardt. For over 30 years, Burkhardt has provided quality, affordable air conditioning replacement systems. Ask about special financing as low as $149 a month. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com for more information. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Race Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. years ago today, January 5th, 1988, we lost a New Orleans great. 
Pistol Pete Maravich died on the basketball court at the First Church of Nazarene on uh, January the 5th, 1988. Uh, he's 40 years old, had a, uh, had a heart defect. Uh, that again, when they did the autopsy, were, were the the they were marvelled at the fact that he was able to be a professional basketball player, and and to be able to play at the high level he did, uh, for as long as he did. Uh, for those of us that grew up in New Orleans and had a chance to be able to see him either at LSU or again with the New Orleans Jazz, uh, he is a player that again uh, no one will forget from the showmanship, uh, the ability to be able to again woo crowds, and uh, what he did, especially for a kid like myself growing up. Uh, he was a hero to a lot of us. Again, I'll never forget again the days of heading out to the either the Loyola Fieldhouse, the Municipal Auditorium, or, or the or the Louisiana Superdome to see Pete play, and um, it was just it was incredible. Uh, you know, to have a basketball team awarded to the city of New Orleans uh, to come up with the with the incredible nickname and the color scheme, uh, the nickname of Jazz, the color scheme purple, green, and gold, uh, depicting the Mardi Gras colors, and then a giving up of eleven players to the Atlanta Hawks just to be able to bring in. Crystal Pete Maravich as the centerpiece of the of the New Orleans uh, Jazz, and uh, it's something a lot of us that grew up with it will never forget, and I'll never forget where I was. I was sitting in an office uh, back then uh, when I had it on the radio, and it, it came over, and I got to tell you what, I was so devastated, I almost couldn't finish the day. Uh, that's how much Pete Maravich meant to me growing up in this city. And I know he meant a lot to a lot of people out there that got a chance to see him. And for those of, uh, of you that are younger, that never had a chance, all you got to look is at NBA basketball right now, the way it's played, how the players, the, uh, uh, again, uh, what they're doing on the court. And P- Pete was the first mover and shaker uh, in terms of the showmanship of the NBA. And let me tell you something. If there was a three-point shot back in his time at, at LSU, and we know he's the all-time leading scorer in the history of college basketball. If there was a three-point shot, except for what it was like his last year in the NBA is when they came up with a three-point shot, uh, you, can, you can bet his scoring, uh, uh, his scoring numbers would be much, much higher because Pete, on a normal day, would take a, would take a three-point shot. Uh, and, and now, again, it's the NBA is all three-point shooting. Uh, and Pete, first mover on that. Again, rest in peace, peace Pete Maravich. Dies today, 33 years ago. Um, happened last night, and I want, I want to say again, I'm, I'm happy to see this. Mayor Cantrell yesterday uh, announced that she has lifted the furloughs for first responders. Now, it's the New Orleans Police Department, New Orleans Fire Department, EMS, Health Department, uh, Juvenile Justice. And I was glad to see it because I'm going to tell you right now, folks, it, it, I think I, I thought of when, it, when it happened, I said this, and, and, and I'll reiterate it. I thought it was a short-sighted move on her part. You can furlough all the city employees you want to furlough. I understand. You're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, the city's going broke. You, again, you don't have tourism, which is normally propping up the tax structure here in New Orleans, uh, even though, again, we know that people are paying more property taxes than they've ever paid in the history of this city right now. But that's, I, I digress. You can furlough city employees, but you cannot furlough first responders or, again, members of the health department in the midst of a pandemic. It just never made any sense to me. Okay, and then we we know what the what the byproduct of that has been. The lack of NOPD officers on the street have led to more murders, more shootings, more carjackings, and more robberies. Why? Because criminals know the NPL NOPD is shorthanded. They know this. You know they may not watch the news, they may listen to talk radio, but again, their business is crime, and it is booming right now. And why? Because there's not enough NOPD officers on the street. And then to furlough these officers, further, uh, again, uh, short, had, had this, this, the NOPD, NOPD shorthanded. You can, again, when you look at that, you would have thought that the lesson would have been learned when she was on the council. 
Mitch Landrieu tried this. Okay, Mitch Landrieu cut the NOPD uh, police force. And when he cut the NOPD, we saw a huge spike in carjackings, robberies, murders, shootings. So you thought that she would have learned the lesson from Landrieu, but she didn't. And then on the fire side, the NOFD, look, we've seen fires out of control, okay, because the response times have, have, have been longer. Spectacular fires, okay, that are engulfing multiple properties because of the furloughs. Okay, you got again. That's going to affect fire insurance here, here in the in, in in the city. But more importantly, it's going to affect people's lives and property, which is again, uh, as a mayor, you are sworn to be able to protect the people in your community, and and by again furloughing firefighters, again we saw the byproduct of this. Just another bad decision on the part of the mayor. EMS response times are, are down, you know. And then again, why do you cut uh, in the middle of a pandemic? Cut staff on the health department. Look, I'll just say this. Doing this as long as I have, 18 years of looking into, into city government and, and talking about it on, all over the airwaves, there is plenty of unnecessary redundancy in other apartments within, the, within City Hall. Cut the fat there. Leave the first responders alone. I mean, think about this. 2,200 employees, $16 million. Was it really worth it to furlough first responders when you look at the byproduct of where we are right now? The only people who have been hurt in, in her failed attempt to be able to save funds are the people of New Orleans, okay, who are the victims of the out-of-control crime, who have been victims, again, the fires that, again, that maybe have, if the firehouse would have been open or we would have had a full complement of firefighters, that, again, the adjacent property may have been saved. We've seen this over and over again over the last few months. It's why I've been saying this, folks, and, and, I, and I'll stay with this as, and I'll continue this theme as long as I have a microphone. In a post-Katrina world, in the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, we cannot afford as an amateur as mayor. Okay, this is not the time to elect someone that has to learn on the job. Okay, her inexperience has crushed our city, and the scary thing is she still has time left on our term. No, this is again, and this goes for, uh, across the board. Okay, you've got to have experienced individuals who are honest and understand how to be able to uh, to, to handle city government. It's not one of these things where, again, you learn on the job. And that's what's been the problem here more than anything else, learning on the job. This was a huge mistake. This sent crime out of control. This put people's properties at risk, put people's health at risk. Why? For what? To, to furlough 2,200 employees? Give me a break. Made no sense at all. Leave the first responders alone. Hopefully she will stay away from that, even if, again, the money that she thinks is coming in from the Biden administration doesn't come in. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Mike Scarborough is going to join us on the program from Tiger Bait. We'll get the latest on what's happening with LSU. We will revisit uh, the loss to Indiana last night with Ali Cassell, the bird rights at 510. And we'll talk about Saints and Bears coming up at um, 535 with Mike Trippett. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. If you're looking for some tires for your, for your, uh, uh, for your vehicle, they're there a one-stop shop. I mean, they can handle your vehicle uh, tires, but also handle all the, all the mechanical needs you need uh, for, for your vehicle. You've got a problem with the vehicle, uh, and you need a, a, a shop you can trust, you can trust my friends over at uh, Southern Tire. They're family-owned and operated since 1972. Uh, they offer a large selection of tires. They'll fit your budget no matter what you drive, okay? So, again, it's not just uh, the upper echelon tires. they got something for everybody's budget at Southern Tire. And if you need a new set of wheels, they're the wheel experts. You can choose from a large selection of wheels or tires up to 30 inches. And get this, folks, 
Financing is available. You can pay it over time. Don't forget, if you've got damaged rims, maybe, again, you've leased a car and you've you got to bring that, that, that back and they're, they're going to hit you for those damaged rims. Or, again, you went and, makes, and, and put an investment in rims and they're damaged. You need them repaired. Don't throw them in the junkyard. Bring them over to Southern Tire. They'll repair those rims. Good as new for you. That's uh, Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Uh, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Check them out at southerntire.com. There's a diagnostic page. If you've got mechanical problems with your vehicle, you can type it in, find out what the problem is, then bring it over to Southern Tire and let them repair it for you. That's Southern Tire at southerntire.com. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie since 1972. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside services at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 504- 737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you tired of constantly paying high air conditioning bills and still not having a cool home? Call Burkhart today and ask him to schedule a maintenance check on your AC unit. Burkhart will be honest with their assessment of your AC system and will tell you if a repair or replacement is the best option. Burkhart has special financing as low as $149 a month on qualifying AC systems. You can call Burkhart today at 277-7520. That's 504-277-7520. Smoked tender duck, seasoned, then pan-broiled in a sizzling skillet, topped with our crawfish mushroom cream sauce. That's our blackened bayou duck, only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine perfectly grilled ahi tuna topped with our famous barbecue shrimp. Get your Lake Villa tuna today, only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS. IRS 
tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-517-9383. That's 800-517-9383. 800-517-9383. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. On the uh, program with us now, our good friend Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com, talking some LSU. Mike, how you doing? Happy New Year to you, my friend. Hey, doing good. Good, good to talk to you, Eric. Hey, Mike, before we get started, tell the folks about uh, TigerBait.com, how, how they can subscribe. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. We've had an unbelievable last uh, month or so of new subscribers, and, of course, there's a lot to – for us to cover with the uh, coaching searches and uh, you get Will Wade's basketball season, baseball's around the corner, loads of football recruiting, and we've got it all for you at TigerBait.com if you're an LSU fan. Mike, uh, I mentioned this to the audience a little bit earlier today, January 5th, 1988. Uh, we lost an icon here in Louisiana. Pistol Pete Maravich died on the basketball court uh, down in California uh, playing his last pickup game. Um, uh, as, a, as a kid that, that uh, you know, loved LSU and, and well, your thoughts on, on Pistol Pete Maravich and your memories, uh, do you remember him playing at LSU or, or do you just remember him in the pros with the Jazz and, 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 and the Hawks? Well, you know, I was born in 67, so I missed the, the Pistol Pete LSU days. But obviously, uh, my dad was a huge Maravich fan, and, and uh, everybody, uh, you know, a little bit older than me, you know, we've been hearing about it for years. It's, um, it's not quite, for me, like hearing the Billy Cannon stories. Cause right. He was obviously fresher. Um, but obviously seeing the tapes and knowing the history of the Assembly Center and um, – just fantastic it was of course then my guy was chris jackson yes and then you always had i guess if you want to say my generation was a debate between chris jackson and pete maravich and always hearing the guys a little bit older than me always saying well pete maravich is still better but um just an unfortunate situation to have lost him at the age you did because i i wonder what an ambassador he might have been for for lsu basketball in, in his elder years yep 40 years old, he died, and of course, I had the heart defect that that uh, uh, the uh, the uh, coroner and doctors have said they couldn't believe that he had a professional basketball career uh, with again the heart defect that he had. Uh, Pistol Pete Maravich dies 33 years ago. He died at the age of 40. Man, I tell you, what a whirlwind it's been over the last few days with LSU. First of all, uh, the re-recruiting of, of, of his team uh, with Ed Ogeron and having so many guys, uh, major cogs that are going to be coming back next year. Some guys. That have the ability to go to, to go to the NFL, uh, but we'll talk a little bit about those that are staying, and then we'll get into those that that, that are going. Well, I, I just think you know I, I got word on Saturday morning that just the entire offensive line was coming back, and you know you can say okay, well is that a positive or a negative based on how they performed last season? But look, man, I, you know I, I haven't gone and dug up each one of their ages, but I mean, what are we talking about? A bunch of twenty-two year olds? <laughs> is, there, is there somebody that's even 
you know, 23 or, or you know, what's it going to be the average age of that offensive line? That's considerably a, a, a considerable plus. Uh, then you, if you flip the schedule around and you get A&M, Auburn, and Florida at home, of course, open on the road to UCLA, uh, you know, if, if you hit a home run with these coordinator hires um, and we get through this COVID thing and actually have a, a legit spring football practice with these new coordinators, I mean, all of a sudden you're, you're looking at LSU next year, and if you look around the league and who's got new coaches, who's got dumpster fire situations of their own, I mean, it's – all of a sudden, and, and, and I mean, I was one of those guys that thinking, boy, this, it's going to be a rebuild job, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm all of a sudden thinking nine and three right now mm-hmm. with with having, you know, what, 19 of 22 starters back? Looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, and then you sprinkle in some fantastic true freshmen uh, from this recruiting class. Um, I mean, it, this thing could bounce, bounce back in a hurry. Because um, I don't, th- I think Auburn's got a, a lot of issues with their roster. Uh, I've never bought into Texas A&M. Yeah, I know they beat North Carolina, but mm-hmm. if LSU had any semblance of an offense in College Station, I think they could have beaten Texas A&M this this past season. As bad as LSU performed most of the year, so um, and some people might say had Max Johnson started that game, they would have won that game. So uh, I. There could very well be some excitement uh, here in a hurry. Whereas it looked like for for you know months, nothing positive was coming out of the football program. You know, uh, you you get a Marcus Freeman uh, signed, um, and of course you know he comes on Thursday for an interview. Um, you get through this Title Nine stuff, and they get that report out, and whatever their mm-hmm. findings are, and get beyond that, all of a sudden you can get a bounce back in your step, and, and things can be in, in, in a positive direction. Yeah, no doubt. Glenn Logan coming back. Andre Anthony, Ed Ingram, Jason Hines, Neil Farrell, uh, Ollie Gay, Liam Shanahan. Uh, Baskerville also has announced that he's coming back. Am I missing anybody right now of uh, that group? And, 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 and think about that, Eric. With the, the abysmal season, the negativity. Right. I mean, how much fun were those guys you just named? How much fun were they actually having? Of course, you can flip it around and say, well, what were their options? How high were some of those guys going to get drafted? Blah, blah, blah. But like Ed Ingram, with what he went through legally and missing, you mm-hmm. know, uh, having a miss a year uh, because of something that was, uh, you know, really a, 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 a nuisance lawsuit and in, in, in a, a legal uh, situation in his case. I mean, he could very well – I expected him to be gone just because, look, he, you know, he, he needs to start making some money. Yep. Well, to recruit him and get him to come back, that, that's, that's crazy. Um, so – yeah, no, all those guys you just listed, and then B.J. Algelari will be, you know, a, a bigger and stronger guy. You get Savion yes. Jones from St. James in there uh, to go along with him. Jaquel and Roy, another year under his belt, and you saw how he got better as the season went along. I still want to see, uh, you know, what what's Jacoby and Guillory going to look like Yes, uh, when he was hurting most of the season. I think LSU's defensive line is going to be incredible. And you didn't even mention Mason Smith, who, again, could, could be a starter right. when he walks in the door, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, if you're talking about a five-star there. Then you get Sage Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we saw the way Kayshawn Butte finished out the season. Uh, you, you could bounce back in a real nice way in a hurry, whereas, 
Yeah, because, I mean, a month ago, what were the likelihoods that all these guys were going to come back? Mike, Mike, if if I was a betting man and you you made me put the money on the table, I'd have bet against every one of them coming back that they were going to defect like, again, a lot of the stars did. But uh, it just tells me that two things. Ed Ogeron, uh, again, uh, a lot of people thought that maybe he had lost the heartbeat of the, of, of the program. It's still there. It's still vibrant. And, and, and these kids have something to prove. Again, they're, they're, a lot of these kids were on a national championship team, the greatest team in the history of college football, and they were embarrassed by what happened last season. And maybe they want to come back and try to make that right. Oh, yeah, and, 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 that, and that right there, Eric, what you just said is a dangerous factor. Uh, that, that, that's probably worth a, 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 an upset win right there. Mike, also, again, on the coaching stand, on the coaching side, um, looks like at least the reports are that, that uh, Ed Ogeron is really leaning on Joe Brady very heavily when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. Talk about some of the, the, the um, uh, assistants that, that he may be interviewing and then talk about what's happening on the defensive side of the ball as well. You know, it's, well, what's funny is I've been saying, my thought has been, Okay, if you can't get Joe Brady and you lost him, and and, and I mean he's he's his name's out there for for NFL co- head coaching jobs now. Why wouldn't you reach out and say, okay, but, but who do you, who are you seeing out there that you like, or who who's somebody out there that you you, you know is a guy that with your offensive mind that, that you admire or or you see as an up and comer? It made sense to make those calls, and of course now you've got him in town. Uh, Pete's and, and Mangus, and um, I'm even hearing this afternoon that it's pretty much a, a formality. They're working out the contracts. That 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 could be a done deal. We'll see if mm-hmm. that's indeed true. Um, you know, and then you get Marcus Freeman in the DC that I was talking about uh, over a month ago. Everybody right. tuned in on Friday to watch them that defensive performance against, performance against Georgia. He would absolutely be a home run. Uh, you. You you hire uh, Marcus Freeman, you get him, and even if he's only in town for a year, because he parlays it uh, into something bigger, uh, that would absolutely be a huge get. And 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 also in recruiting, um, he's a fantastic young coach. No, I would agree, and that that would be a coup. Again, a lot of people think that he's going to get a head coaching opportunity, uh, but this is a great springboard for him if he's looking for one. Well, going going yeah, from but, again but, what the group of five to 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 a, a program like LSU. But what what are the head coaching opportunities out there that are open right now? Right. Uh, so, you know, he could say, "Well, I'm just going to go back to Cincinnati." Yeah, thanks for the all that big money you're throwing at me, but I'm going to stick at Cincinnati for one more year and see what opens up. Okay, I I haven't even looked at what Cincinnati's got coming back, but I know what LSU's got coming back defensively. And I think the type of jobs that could if, – if, with his abilities and what he's got to work with at LSU, I think he could springboard his name into having more options and nicer jobs for a first-time head coach from going from LSU to somewhere than he could from Cincinnati to somewhere. No, I, I agree. Cincinnati to somewhere, you're probably talking Conference USA mm-hmm. or this and that. Um, whereas from LSU, it could be parlayed into a, 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 a very nice Power Five job. Ask Joe Brady. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, again, yeah, it, uh, goes to the Carolina the Panthers. He's one year removed from LSU. And, and like you were saying, he's getting looks see as, as an NFL head coach, which is mind-blowing. But, but again, nevertheless, it, it's, it's the way it is. Mike, we only got a few and, minutes and left. I, I want to ask I, you – 
I think you go ahead and make a statement too. And you know, look, I, I think you could probably have gotten him for one point eight. Two. Mm-hmm. Why not go ahead and offer him the same money you're going to give Pelini? You know, just really make a statement when he arrives uh, in town with his with his wife. Harder to walk away the more money you make. There's no doubt about that. Mike, over the weekend they had the All-American game, uh, and, and LSU uh, didn't get a, a few players that, uh, that, that, again, that they were hoping to be able to bring into the fold. Tristan Lee, again, signs with Clemson. Uh, also, Corey Foreman signs with USC. Terrence uh, Lewis signs with Maryland. Uh, talk about those losses. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think LSU was going to get anybody on that day. What was really I just thought was – I, I you know I, I see something new every year in recruiting that's just like, well that's something new I've never seen before. Well, Tristan Lee to have actually signed with Clemson on December sixteenth, and sit there and take phone calls from coaches at Oklahoma, LSU, Florida, uh, et cetera, um, knowing that he was signed, doing Zoom interviews, taking the phone calls, playing it out the way he did. Uh, is very disappointing. And we did multiple interviews with him. I didn't see that as being a part of his character. Uh, I wonder where the parenting is. Uh, there, there's no way as a parent that I allow my, my son to operate that way. Wait, with that you know, said, how about – Wasting coaches' time. Oh, there's no doubt about it. But, again, look, they're, 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 as I've said many times, you're talking about 16-, 17-, 18-year-old kids. Some of them like to be wooed. Some are just uh, – uh, 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 or just in a position where they can't make a decision. And it's hard for them yeah. to tell, tell coaches no. No, no but, he, he, but he had already signed on December 16th and yes. continued the charade and was wasting, you know, coaches' uh, times when they could have been out on the phone with other prospects to fill their need at that position. Right. If I'm uh, his mom, there's no way I allow my, my son to, to operate that way. What about uh, the uh, junior college uh, transfer uh, the number one JUCO cha- offensive tackle, Jordan Moko. Uh, is, is he uh, is he still in the mix for LSU right now? Yeah, yeah. I, but you know, I, I I wonder now when you've got all these guys uh, for LSU saying they're coming back. Um, you know, he he's got an offer and he's got LSU in his final three. So we'll see how that plays out. But um, and he and he's a different kind of juco kid because he doesn't just have two years of eligibility left he can have as many as i think i think he's got th- at least three um mm-hmm. maybe four um because he was an academic qualifier from australia he, he wasn't in a juco because he he doesn't need to graduate from the juco uh, so gotcha um so he he, he would have um I, I, because of the COVID year i think that there's a funny situation about the one the additional year uh, but he has at least three so um yeah, we'll see how that plays out. But they could very well say that they want to go ahead and get a four-year kid for that for that spot instead of in, for a third guy. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that you've got Emory Jones at Catholic High and Will Campbell at Neville, uh, in my mind, two future All-SEC offensive linemen right here in the state. Mike, as always, man, appreciate your time. Tell the folks about Tiger Bait, how folks can subscribe, and also how they can follow you on social media. That's it, tigerbait.com. Uh, subscribe. As I say, always choose the, the annual package. You basically get three months for free when you do that. Got a lot for you on the site, a lot of discussion on our premium message board, the Tiger Den. And uh, follow me on Twitter, at Scarborough Mike. And our Tiger Bait Facebook page is loaded, and we do uh, several live shows during the week. So you want to hit the like button and follow us there as well.
Hey, Mike, uh, one more question. I got an email question from a listener. Wants to know about your thoughts on Eric Gilbert uh, uh, transferring, getting in the transfer portal. A lot of people thought that maybe they could woo him back to LSU. Your thoughts there before you go. Yeah, and we'll see if that's still the case. I, I, I think there's some stuff with Gilbert that he needs to take care of uh, personally. Um, and, and I think any school that's out there thinking about um, taking him on uh, is, is going to be well-versed if they're not already in some of the off-the-field stuff that he needs to get cleared up and taken care of first uh, before. Uh, I, I think knowing what's out there and knowing what could be what's known um, or what the, the coaches, if they make a call to tell us you to find out what's going on, uh, there, there might be some schools that say as good as he is, uh, we don't want that in our program. So he, he's got to work on himself first. But he's welcome back at LSU, and, and they're willing to work with him. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm pretty sure the mom wants him back at LSU. Well, that's good news so that there. that ship hasn't sailed even though he's in the transfer portal. Sounds good. Mike, thanks again. Uh, we'll talk uh, very soon. Oh, talk to him. Thanks. That's, uh, that's Mike uh, Scarborough of TigerBait.com. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business and commercial policies serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Mead Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. 
The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-517-9383. That's 800-517-9383. 800-517-9383. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. You know, folks, I talked about it yesterday, and I've been talking about it for the last few years, and uh, it's about the possible loss of, of Jeff Ireland and Terry Fontenot. Uh, we, went, we talked about it extensively yesterday. Uh, of course, uh, uh, both guys are responsible for the resurgence of the New Orleans Saints. Jeff Ireland's done a great job when it comes to um, uh, college scouting, uh, putting together incredible drafts. Uh, before him, uh, when we went through those, uh, when the Saints went through those three seven and nine seasons, you saw a situation where, um, you know, the the undrafted undrafted free agents were making the team more than the draft choices were. Terry Fontenot's done a great job in terms of again um, identifying players uh, that are on existing teams that are free agents or restricted free agents uh, to be able to bring them over to the over to the Saints. Uh, Gail Benson has more money she'll ever spend. And I think it's imperative that Ireland and Fontenot do not get out of the building. We know that Ireland is set to, to um, interview with the Lions and the Panthers. Uh, Fontenot is, is going to uh, interview with Atlanta, and also some, some other clubs are interested in him. And, and I said it years ago. You know, Mickey Loomis is not worried at this point about titles, in my opinion. Okay? Uh, everybody knows what Mickey Loomis means to this organization. Man, give him the title of senior VP, president of both the Saints and the Pelicans, and let him continue his duty with the Saints, especially with the contracts and the cap. But this team cannot afford to let the best talent avail- avail- uh, evaluators in the building get out of the building Can't, and go to another team, much less a team in your division. I mean, that would be crazy. You wouldn't let your, your best football player out the building, so why would you let your best talent avail- uh, evaluators out the building? I'll say this, money talks. In the end, give them a title, give them a GM money, uh, make it difficult for them to take another job. But you've got to keep Ireland and Fontenot in the building. And, and money shouldn't be an option, okay? Especially when you start talking about the possibility of Breeze walking away uh, and, and having to be able to reset in terms of the quarterback position on this team, okay? The key to a successful NFL team is town evaluation and coaching. Right now, the Saints have both. Now, there's going to be a raid on the coaching staff as well, but you cannot allow these two town evaluator extraordinaires to get out the building. Remember, their, their town evaluation picked this team up from 3-7-9 season to where they are today, the winningest football team in the NFL over the last four years. They've got to do whatever it takes to be able to keep Fontenot and, and, and also Jeff Island with the Saints, whatever it takes. Okay, at this point. This happened the last time around at the Saints won the Super Bowl. There was the brain drain. They lost a lot of, lot, lot of front office guys that, uh, that meant a lot to this team and coaches. And it took them a while to get back. You cannot be in this situation now with the possibility of Breeze walking out the door. Got to keep Fontenot. Got to keep Ireland. Hey, 
This hour has been brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Uh, and let me tell you something, truly a company you can trust. I've trusted them since 1989, since they rolled the first truck out there. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. That's weekdays. That's Monday through Friday. You can listen on the on the TuneIn Radio app, the iHeartRadio app, Nash FM 106.1, over the airwaves at 106.1 FM. Also, don't forget, uh, you can check out the podcast. It's on all the major podcasting platforms now. Anchor, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker, uh, Google, you name it, we're on it. And, of course, you can always uh, check us out at ericasher.com. Follow us on Twitter at Eric underscore Asher, and the Facebook page is Eric Asher. I want to remind everybody about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Mike Dettelier is my guest, always one of uh, our favorite guests. Um, That'll be Thursday, live broadcast, 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Rebroadcast at 6 p.m. on Thursday on LAE. On the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2 at 10 p.m. on Thursday. Friday is 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports TV, 10 o'clock on WLAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce on Saturday morning, and then 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms, as well as the WLAE-TV YouTube page. You can check it out there as well. All the previous episodes, including including the current episode uh, and, of course, the upcoming episode with Mike Dettelier. I want to thank Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com for joining us in the first hour. Wow. Uh, just coming over the um, over the uh, the, uh, the phone is um, <laughs> uh, a possible bombshell when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the national championship game on Monday. Ohio State is dealing with significant COVID-19 issues within the program right now, and there's a possibility of a postponement of the title game uh, with Alabama. So we'll keep you up to date on that um, when uh, when we find out more. But that that is uh, that is interesting news there, uh, with the possibility of maybe delaying that championship game because Ohio State now has an outbreak. Uh, Coming up in this hour, Ali Cassell set to join me in about two minutes. And uh, then uh, Mike Triplett will end the show from ESPN, and we'll talk Saints with him. Uh, today's program, again, brought to you by our friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Uh, if you're in the market for a generator, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. Uh, they got you covered. Uh, first of all, financing available for, for generators. You can pay that over time. If you're, if you're looking for a generator, don't have the money up front, you can pay it over time. Also, single-day installs. They'll come out to your home or your business. They'll do a consultation with you, come to an agreement on how much of a generator you're looking to power up your home or your business, uh, and then the data set, they'll come out to a single-day install for you. Uh, remember, 24-7, 365 emergency service. If you need emergency service, they're there for you. Also, uh, if you have utilized your generator, for over 100 hours during the storm season, you're going to have to have it um, uh, uh, checked out by a professional. Uh, that has got to be serviced. So why not call my friends at Burkhardt? 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, uh, and then we'll do, do, do you right, making sure they do only the work that's necessary. And, again, if you're looking for that generator to be installed in your home, they are the experts. Generator sales and service, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We turn our attention to the Pelicans, breaking it down for us, as he does every single week, is uh, none other than Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Ali, how are you, my friend? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Eric. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm doing well. It's good, good, day. good. 65 degrees in the middle of winter. You cannot. Go oh, away. come on. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it, it, it is crazy. But it's, it's, it's about to get a little windy and a little cold over here in New Orleans uh, very soon. Uh, I know they're talking about snow possibly in, in some parts of, of the south, but uh, we're about to get a little chill factor. But look, I'll take it all day, every day. I walked out the door and I'm saying, wow, how beautiful it is out here right now. 
No, exactly. And uh, look, we need it to turn a little bit chilly, especially after, you know, the Pelicans kind of got a little chilly to close out their game. So, you know, it comes and goes, right? Yes, it does. And let's talk a little bit about the Pels. 118 to 116 losers in overtime to Indiana last night. Look, I I talked about this as we opened up the show today. Um, These are the ones you can't let get away, Ollie. Okay? I mean, first of all, it's a team that that, that you should beat. Okay? Um, uh, They're in the Eastern Conference. I get that part. But when you start talking about uh, how tough it's going to be to make the, the playoffs in the West. When you got a game in hand, you cannot allow that to slip away uh, because it's the difference between making the postseason and ending up in the lottery in a lot of cases. Uh, and, and last night, you know, again, it just it was very, very frustrating to see the breakdowns down the, down the stretch. Oh, boy, was it ever. I mean, first, look, the Pelicans were basically neck and neck with the Pacers all night long. Then they found themselves down, right, going in, to late third quarter, early fourth quarter. I think they were down like seven. And then they turned that around uh, just minutes later to go up 10. So you thought this game's in hand. There's less than four minutes to go. And just the way it unfolded, I mean, error after error, uh, whether it was mental or physical, and it was really a perfect storm for Indiana because even there were some, a couple of bad official calls that we learned from the uh, official report from last yes. game. But look, yeah, Eric, I mean, if they just have any one of those plays go right, for instance, Zion Williamson missed a dunk with the bat man left. Had, had that basket gone in, they likely would have won. Had somebody called a timeout, had maybe mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball not fumbled it. You know, there's so many what-ifs. But you're right. There's 72 games. The Pelicans are not the Lakers. They're not the Clippers. They're not some team that can throw away games. They're going to be fighting tooth and nail. And you would prefer to see them land at least seven or eight, right? Give themselves an advantage uh, in a playing tournament because that look, still looks like that's going to be where they end up. But you'd rather be seven and eight where you only have to win one or two games instead of um, nine or ten, or excuse me, uh, yeah, nine or ten, and, and have to win both. So, yeah, it's disappointing. But I'll, I'll tell you what, Eric. It was kind of enlightening to hear the players uh, after the game not show any kind of disappointment, right? There was no discouragement. And for Stan Van Gundy to own it, right? I mean, really, if he just calls a timeout, they win. And hopefully they learn, right? You have games like this. Every team does every year, one or two. And I remember Alvin Gentry. There was that screw up with the, in a Houston game last season. He's had others. It happens every year. But like you said, it's unfortunate. So they could have gone five and two, and they're staring at a seven-game um, road yes. uh, road trip coming up soon mm-hmm. out west. And boy, that's going to be a tough one. So you want to kind of yeah. get well above five hundred before that hits. I agree with you, and that's why I thought last night was a critical game for them. Oklahoma City coming up also uh, as as well. You know, teams that you you can beat, you should beat. Uh, again, you have to beat, and that's just the way it is. And that's in any sport, but especially when you're talking about the NBA, that's in a sprint right now. Uh, Seventy-two games in a very very short period of time, not having the time off that you would normally have to rest up. Uh, so again, you you just can't allow these to slip away. Did want to ask you, Brandon Ingram last night eight eight assists uh, in. Uh, in, in 40 minutes, uh, 31 points, spectacular as always, seems to be coming more of a point forward for this team. Uh, there's an abundance of guards on this team right now, but again, he seems to also be a, a more of a, not, not just a playmaker with the ball in his hand in terms of scoring, but also a facilitator. Oh, yeah. It's undoubtedly to me that he's become the team's best playmaker. And so when they need a basket, they're just flipping the ball to him. And that pretty much has happened now. In every fourth quarter, it seems like when he's come back in to close out the game, uh, even over like the last eight or nine minutes, right? It's not just during clutch minutes, not during the last couple possessions. No, he, he has thoroughly dominated the possession. 
uh, to a surprising and alarming degree, I would say, because, Eric, you can count on your superstar, and that's what he's growing into, I believe. But right now, it's not completely clicking for him yet, so he's not coming up with those big baskets down a stretch, and suddenly, the, you know, the opponents know exactly what's coming, so everything's suddenly more difficult. I think that's why they're kind of grinding to a halt. As for with Alvin, you know, we saw uh, all that loosey-goosey, too fluid of an, an offense style of offense where, you know, you're basically just rely on players' creativity to create, suddenly getting suffocated in the moment. Suddenly it's the opposite. Now it's just one guy dominating, a la James Harden. And you know what? I think Brandon Ingram may roll into that role where he, he can handle, right, anything that's thrown at him. But right now, he's not there. So you, you just kind of want to see that get changed up, right? You want to see maybe a little more Zion. I mean, I was shocked. Zion didn't play but a minute in overtime. And he bare, he didn't really get too many touches. When, you, when you've got Sabonis out of the game and Turner's hanging on with five, why not go to Zion a little bit more and keep crashing? I know he had one attempt, uh, got blocked, maybe, and, and, and that missed dunk. But I would keep going to him. It doesn't always have to be Brandon Ingram. But, again, these are growing pains. Eric, at the end of the day, I hope people realize there's seven games in to a very young season where there was no training camp, trying to learn a brand-new mm-hmm. style. And players are just, you know, they're still growing. I mean, Brandon Ingram's 23. Look at Zion, 20. You know, so you've got to make some allowances. We can't be overly hard on these guys just yet. No, I would agree. Again, look, I said it earlier today when we were breaking, I was breaking down the game that, look, normally after a quarter of the season, you can kind of tell what kind of team you have because of the lack of training camp, because of the changeover in the roster, the new system, the new coaches. you got to give them a little bit more leeway, and you're going to have hiccups like this. Look, I agree with you about the Zion thing. I don't know how you don't start him in overtime. If he's one of the best players on your team, you've got to start him at crunch time. And I know that, again, they brought him out. They had him at the table, sitting at the table for a while, mm-hmm. and they this wasn't a stop at your play, but man, you got to start him in overtime. I would have started him in overtime. Look, I thought if anybody was gassed in the fourth quarter, it was Brandon Ingram. I remember mm-hmm. one possession. I'm not sure what ended up on that possession, but he took the entire playoff, kind of had his shoulders slumped. It was maybe a minute and a half to go in the game. Maybe it was inside the final minute, but either way, he didn't touch the ball, didn't look for it that entire possession. Why? Because he was sucking air, Eric. As to where I, I thought at least the other guys didn't really sh- exhibit. Um, those type of, you know, at that appearance at all. So I thought Zion would have been good to go. Go ahead and at least start, you know, the overtime period with him because it got a little bit of a break at the end of regulation. And you could maybe use a timeout, get him some rest, or pull him out, substitute offense for defense. But, yeah, to have a plan of just bringing him in at the three-minute mark, and, of course, that flew by. Um, yeah, that was another bad decision by Sam Van Gundy, who, I, mm-hmm. like I said, he owned up to it. He, he said afterwards he regretted making that move. Well, and again, that's the one thing I like. I've always liked the Van uh, Van, Van Gundy, straight to the point. Mm-hmm. He's not going to not going to sugarcoat it, not going to try to make excuses. Going to tell it like it is. And uh, again, he continues to do that here here in New Orleans. Eric Bledsoe seemed to emerge last night. Seemed to disappear a little bit toward uh, in, in the at the end of the game. Uh, but again, if he can continue to score, play defense, and facilitate, it's a big plus for this team. Especially again, his ability to score because they're finding with JJ Redick not shooting at, at the clip we're expecting him to. They're searching for another score right now. It's crazy how cold J.J. Redick has been, Eric. Look, he had that good first game where I think he had 8 of 14. But since that game, six straight games, he's just made one field goal. I mean, I don't know if he's ever had a stretch like this. We're going to have to ask him soon. But this by Mm -hmm. far, yeah, this has been a killer because suddenly you cannot rely on anybody off that bench for points because Josh Hart, he's he's not known as a scorer, right? He's kind of that bulldog where he'll fall into his points. Yes. And uh, Stan Van Gundy doesn't rely on Nikhil yet. And, of course, you're not going to turn to Hayes or Melly. So it has to be Redick. If it's not J.J., boy, 
you're in a little bit of trouble. And I think that's why when Eric Bledsoe had those two good games, that's why the Pelicans looked a lot better. That's why they yes. won those two games. And then last night, he vanished. I don't know what happened with him. I mean, he was good on the boards, but then he had that, that hiccup, right, where he and Nikhil, end of the third quarter, couldn't even get the ball across the half-court line. Two possessions. And then it, it just seemed like he, he never got on track. Stan didn't trust him. And I'll tell you what, when, when you're coming down the stretch and that t- opponent's closing in, I don't understand how Lonzo Ball and Reddick ended up in the backcourt. Why couldn't it at least have been Lonzo Ball and Eric? Or mm-hmm. go ahead and throw Brandon Ingram up there. I mean, there, there's so many questions, questionable decisions made that you just have to scratch your head. Because if Eric Bledsoe is one of these main guys, why wasn't he out there in those important minutes? Right, and look, look, he only had 12 points last night, but I, I thought he still tried to facilitate. But more importantly, again, for a smallish guard, he had 11 rebounds last night. I mean, he hits, he's a physical player. He hits the boards. And he's got good instincts. Yeah, Eric, that's how he got his rebounds. I think he had 10 just two minutes into the third quarter because I remember looking mm-hmm. up to see what his career high is, yep. and it's 13. So I thought he was going to crack that, but no, he didn't. He ended up with 11. But like, like you said, if his shot's not falling, he can at least be out there and be a playmaker. And I think – that's when the Pelicans, like I said, in the last two games prior to last night's loss, looked really good because it wasn't just Brandon out there. Look, for all of us wanting Lonzo to develop into something more right now, he just he, he resorts to like a catch-and-shoot shooter during yes. those clutch crunch minutes. So you need another facilitator, and obviously Zion can't be that guy yet because he you know, doesn't possess the skills, but Eric's got to be that second guy behind Brandon. In a very much similar role as Drew Holiday operated, throughout his tenure here in New Orleans, backing up some other playmaker. So, yeah, that, that's almost inexcusable. And I think that kind of falls on Eric's shoulder because we do know that Stan has been telling him to be more aggressive, and that, that really helped. That's why he had that good couple of game stretch. But it looks like he kind of resorted back to his old ways where he just, you know, just doesn't look aggressively for a shot. So he, that's going to have to change. He's going to yep. have to be a focal point for this offense to succeed. Definitely agree. Quick break. We'll be right back with Alec Gasell of the Bird Rights. I'm Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. New Orleans country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Indeed delivers quality candidates so you can focus on interviewing people with the right skills. Receive a $75 sponsored job credit when you upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- 
888-447-4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 filet medallions. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Your air conditioning system has to survive to the hot summer season. Do you know if it's ready? The best way to find out is to call Burkhart today. A quick tune-up from Burkhart's team of professional technicians will give you the peace of mind you're looking for this summer. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to a quick tune-up of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhart. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhart. Visit Burkhart today at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights, is our guest. Ali, before we uh, we jump into what's coming up with the Pelicans, why don't you tell us what's coming up with the with the bird rights, how folks can subscribe. Sure. Thanks, Eric. You can follow us all over at SB Nation. That's where we'll post our articles and our podcast. It's at www.thebirdrights.com. And I'm working on an article currently in Brandon Ingram where he is trying to make that leap from all-star to and basically an NBA superstar. But it's, it's been a little bit rocky, as we, we've just been talking about. you got to be able to close out some games make smarter, better decisions. No doubt about it. And Ali, how can folks follow you on social media? Sure. You can find me over at Twitter, all under my full name, O-L-E-H-K-O-S-E-L. And uh, you can follow us along under the Bird Rights handle as well. We, we post something for you guys all the time. You guys know that follow us at. Excellent sight if you love the Pelicans. All right, let's talk about the next two at home. These are big. Oklahoma City, Charlotte. Again, you don't want to go on this seven-game road trip uh, with a three-game losing streak. And these are winnable games for the Pelicans. Talk a bit about the next two opponents. Right. Well, we've seen the Thunder. And they're, they've been predicted to basically finishing in the cellar in the West this season. Why? Because they've basically gotten rid of all their good players that we saw last year. Outside of Shea Gilgis Alexander, right? Steven Adams ended up in New Orleans. Chris Paul went to Phoenix. And uh, so they're in a rebuild. And you should expect to beat them every single time this year. And as we noticed, right, the Pelicans had their biggest win of the year last week, 113-80. to 80. So I expect something very similar, right, where the Thunder, yeah, they'll put up a good effort. But if the Pelicans just play well, do what they're supposed to, they should merge with the win, and really, same thing with the Hornets, right? They're a growing young team, and they've been fun. They've actually been one of my favorite teams to watch on League Pass, you know, with LaMelo Ball, and um, they've got, you know, Terry Rozier. They've got a good backcourt that's kind of exciting, along with growing casts of Miles Bridges and such. But again, like I said, these are the type of teams you have to beat because they are youngsters who are still learning how to play the game together at an NBA level, which is really hard. It takes a couple of years at least. So that should be two wins, right? Especially, I know you're playing at home, not in front of fans, but still, counts as home games. You're familiar with the rims. These guys are not. So I expect, you know, and the Pelicans should, I hope, to at least when they start that seven-game road trip that they'll be 6-3. and three. 
Oklahoma City is tomorrow night, Wednesday night at the Smoothie King Center. Charlotte uh, is Friday night at the Smoothie King Center. And as you mentioned, seven-game road trip, which is always going to be difficult. But, again, especially to be on the road that long uh, in, in, in a COVID-19 season where you're playing almost every other night. Right, Eric. These guys aren't used to seven-game road trips. And as you mentioned, right, every other night, um, that, that, that gets tough because it's demanding on your body. Everybody knows that travel does take a little bit out of you. Uh, just from getting to and from one city to the next and getting situated within hotels and such. And now that these guys can't practice like they want and the coaching staff um, has less time, and plus you've got to do all this COVID testing first thing in the morning, you know, it's just such a much more restricted environment that's conducive to winning. So, yeah, these guys, that's why you want them to finish this homestand strong, win these two games, so at least they'll have that momentum and the confidence level because, boy, first three games are whoppers, Eric. At the Mavericks, at the Clippers, mm-hmm. and at the Lakers. I mean, yeah. if you don't play well, that's an easy 0-3. Right. That, that's why I thought it was so critical to win this game last night against Indiana uh, because you have such a tough road trip coming up. And, look, I thought you made a great point as we close out our conversation today. You know, again, you're talking about a, a changeover in, in the coaching staff. You're talking about a changeover in the roster. You're talking about a new system, a more structured offense, learning how to play defense. Practice is, is, is enormous when you get a chance to get practice time. And when you get on these road trips like this, there is no time for practice. No, you may have a walk-around, shoot-around. That's what I know Stan Van Gundy will aim for. Yes. So he'll get some teaching in, and I know he's already done that. But, again, I mean, Eric, that's just walk-through. I mean, you've got to get these guys practicing all these movements live, right? And, unfortunately, that comes during the games now. So mm-hmm. you've got to have these fingers crossed. And, look, let's admit, they've done pretty well with what Stan has wanted, right? He's, he's basically set up a core four things he wants to see out of every game. Less fouls, less turnovers, limit opponents to one shot. And, of course, keep guys out of the paint. So I feel like they've done reasonably well in three of those four in most of the games, right? It's just the turnovers are still really hurting them. They've only had, like, really one solid game there. But for the most part, it looks like they have implemented enough to where at least they can rely on. And so, therefore, you feel at least a little bit confident that there's an identity emerging, that maybe they can win or surprise some teams if they play well offensively on this road trip. Yep, no doubt. Ali, thanks, my friend. We'll check in with you next week. Happy New Year to you and your family. As always, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thanks again, Eric. And everybody else out there, have a good New Year. There you go. Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. I was on the phone with Dave today, getting ready to uh, – to, uh, change insurance, uh, getting uh, ready to refinance the house. We're sitting down, we're talking, we're discussing what's my best options for insurance. And uh, as always, you know, pick up the phone, call Dave, picks up the phone, and, and, and has all the answers for me. Again, look, in the initial insurance company that we had when we, uh, when we purchased our home, you know, I went back to them and asked them to do several things for us, and, and it just fell, it fell on deaf ears. One thing I can tell you about Dave Miet Insurance is he's going to have your back. Again, whether again whether you got to got to have a claim uh, uh, that has to be processed, or again you're just looking for information so you can make the best uh, decision when it comes to your insurance. Whether you're a professional, whether you're a business owner or a property owner, you got to make sure again that you got an insurance company that is going to be able to be there for you when you need them. Uh, and over at uh, Debian Insurance, they do just that. 
556-0809. You could, could get Dave directly. Also, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-H-C.com is the website. It truly is a one-stop shop for all of your insurance needs. Or you can set up an appointment for him uh, at his office next to Shogun on Mattery on, on, on Veterans. But again, you want to make sure, first of all, you got a sufficient coverage. You want to make sure that when you got that insurance certificate, you're trying to get that job started, that you got a, you got a, 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 a insurance agent that's going to respond to you. That's Dave Miet Insurance. He can search over 50 companies to make sure you get the best price for the coverage that you're looking for. Call, click, or come in today at D-A-V-E-M-I-L-L-E-T-I-N-S-A-G.com or 504-556-0809. You want somebody that has your back when it comes to insurance? Think Dave Miet Insurance. We'll be right back with Mike Triplett of ESPN. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside services at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-155. To schedule an appointment, I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies get the right policy at the best price call click or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or dave me at insagency.com maintenance you do it for your car your lawn and yourself this summer don't forget your air conditioning maintenance maintenance takes time usually an hour for a professionally trained technician to do a thorough inspection clean it and make sure it's operating the best it can for its age take it from me Eric Asher. When it comes to the maintenance of your air conditioning system, there's no one else I trust more than Burkhardt. Family-owned, licensed, and insured, that's Burkhardt. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine slow-cooked beef rib roast served on a bed of mixed greens topped with cheddar cheese, tomatoes, and bacon pieces. That's our fourth and goal beef rib roast salad at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. And for dessert, try our Heath Toffee Crumble Cheesecake. New York-style cheesecake on a walnut graham cracker crust covered with toffee pieces, chocolate, and caramel. Only... At Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. What do you want a da da da? What do you want a da da da? I have not a da 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 da. 
We could switch to Progressa, da. Oh, yeah. We could switch to Progressa and Sa. Mm-hmm. We could Sa enough to buy some Za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressa, da, and get some Za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da, da, da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. That? That's the sound of NyQuil Severe, hard at work. NyQuil Severe is the best sleep with a cold medicine. No tossing and turning, just rest and recovery. So you're ready to take on tomorrow. For powerful relief of your worst cold and flu symptoms, try NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head, best sleep with a cold? Medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks to Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights, for joining us. Talk a little Pels. We talk the New Orleans Saints now. We're one of the best we have uh, from ESPN, longtime writer here in New Orleans. Mike Triplett joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Happy New Year to you, bud. Doing great. Thank you, Eric. Always good to have you. Mike, uh, the big scuttlebutt over the last couple of days on this program is uh, the fear that uh, Jeff Ireland and Terry Fontenot may be a general manager somewhere else in the NFL and possibly in the, in the NFC South. Look, I've talked about it for the last few years since, again, Ireland came on board and we saw the, the, the change within the draft. You know, the, the, the three straight seven and nine seasons, he shows up. Next, you know, the drafts are, again, some of the best drafts we've seen in the history of this organization. Led to four straight uh, winning seasons where, again, you look at the Saints right now, the winningest team over the last four seasons in the NFL. Uh, look, I know these guys want, want an opportunity to be able to run their own club, but Man, I'm hoping there's some way, somehow, that, again, that Gail Benson can open up the pocketbook or uh-huh. give them a, a, a designation, uh, whatever they got to do to hold on to these guys. Because much like a, a great player, you don't let a great player walk out the door, it's hard to let great talent ev- evaluators walk out the door as well. Yeah, and, and look, one of the things in the Saints' favor in recent years is there just hasn't been a lot of GM turnover around the league. But this year there are suddenly a ton of GM openings, including John Elway deciding to step up. And that's really, I've never heard any indication the Saints would consider doing this, but that's really the only scenario I could see is if Mickey Loomis decided he was going to take more of an executive role at, um, you know, and step aside and, and let someone be the GM. But even then, you know, you're not, you're not making all the decisions for this organization as long as Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton are the building. So I think if those guys got offered a job, it, it would be hard for them not to take it. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's one of those deals. The, the Saints are lucky to have as much continuity as they've had when they've had as, as much success, uh, uh, because people want, people want your guys if, uh, if they're doing as well as this team's done. Mike, what's the backstory on the Camara situation with the COVID-19? Uh, again, there were some pictures that showed up on social media that showed him maskless in a group. Uh, it looks like the organization doesn't want to comment on it one way or the other. Uh, Peyton didn't want to comment it on Sunday. Yesterday on, on, the radio, on, uh, on Loomis's radio show, he didn't want to comment on it. What are you hearing? Yeah, I, I, and I have not heard if, if there's internal punishments or internal disappointment. I haven't tried to litigate it personally because I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you can't find moments where all, you know, 50-plus of them have, have, you know, been around other people. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, Thanksgiving photos or Christmas photos, you know, it's like which, one, which ones are you saying are okay, which ones are you saying aren't okay. Uh, but the surprise, I guess, from my end is that, 
in the preseason, Sean Payton was, you know, they, they rented out the four floors of the hotel, and Sean Payton had said, you better believe that come playoff time, once it's, you know, once it's elimination time and we're down to the final, you know, 12 teams or 14 teams or whatever it is, that every team's going to be doing this. So we're just getting a jump start. So I, I am surprised almost that it seems like the standards are, are a little more lax mm-hmm. um, in December than they were in September. But to be honest, that's probably true of all of us to a certain extent. Uh, with that said, obviously, Kamara's not going to be able to practice this week. I anticipate him playing. Mike, do you anticipate him playing even without practice? I think so. I mean, it, you know, it's got to be qualified. I mean, first of all, you know, it depends on if he, you know, is symptom-free the whole time and sure. testing negative. And then, you know, it's purely a football decision. Um, a, he plays a position where I think he could step in and be effective without practicing all week. And B, he's obviously a player that, uh, um, you know, maybe not every player in the league could play on Sunday if they just showed up for the first time all week. But I, I think Alvin Kamara is a guy that you make that exception for. If there is a concern as you go in, as the Saints go into this game on Sunday against the Bears in the wild card round of the playoffs, uh, there's a concern with the with the Bears taking on the Saints. What is it for you when you break down this 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 game? Well, I mean they they have pockets of of really good talent. I mean, obviously when Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks are are, are on top of their game, uh, um, they're you know two two of the best front seven players in the league, uh, and you know they've been a little banged up and they haven't been at their very very best this year. But there's a good chance they will be in this game, and then. Um, you know, Allen Robinson's one of the best receivers in the league. David Montgomery's been playing like one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, Mitch Trubisky has that ability to extend plays and, and, and get out of the pocket. They haven't actually seen a ton of quarterbacks that do that. Uh, and, and one quarterback who could do that, Jalen Hurts, really, really uh, um, they really struggled with earlier this year. So there, there are a lot of reasons why this won't be a free win if the Saints are making mistakes. The, the Bears can take advantage of those mistakes in a lot of areas. Uh, but obviously, if the Saints play up to their capabilities, they're they're the heavy favorite for a reason. Mike Trippett of ESPN is our guest. Uh, Mike, with that said, how do you think the Saints will attack the Bears from an offensive standpoint? They've run the ball very, very, very effectively this year. You know, again, when you get into the playoffs, a lot of times, again, it's it's about defense, running the football. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, again, uh, do you think that'll be part of what of what uh, Peyton will concentrate on this week? Well, he's certainly having that balance without question. I mean, he's not going to just try to pass the ball to win. Uh, and the evidence of that is all season long. The Saints ran for more yards this year than they have since 1983. Um, and it was definitely the most rushing yards and the fewest passing yards that they've had in the Peyton Breeze era. Um, they, they went over 200 yards three different times. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, ran for 260. Last week, ran for like 150, even without their entire running back room. The offensive line, that's one really promising thing for the Saints right now is, uh, I think, you know, two years ago especially, when they kind of faded a little down the stretch, the offensive line was so banged up. The offensive line is playing fantastic football right now. Um, so whether you're protecting Drew Brees and taking some shots downfield or running the ball, what an asset it is to have the offensive line and those uh, tackles especially playing the way they are right now. And, and, and I'd say the same for the defensive line. Defensive line's been a strength 
for the entire second half of the season, and, and, and they've got uh, pretty much everybody back healthy now after Malcolm Brown and Trey Hendrickson came back this past week. So you, you would rarely say <laughs> over the last 15 years, oh, the Saints have the better team in the trenches than right. the Chicago Bears, but they might. Yeah. Um, Quan Alexander on injury reserve that after uh, rupturing the Achilles, I tried to concentrate on Anzalone uh, this past weekend. You know, I saw he missed a few gaps that maybe he should have hit. Um, any concern there without having uh, his uh, Alexander's energy, his speed on the field, and having to go to Quan, having to go to Anzalone? Well, it's hard to miss something that you only had for a month and a half. Um, um, so in some ways he felt like a little bit of a luxury, but you know, obviously you'd rather have every one of your guys, um, back. Uh, but I, you know, I guess, I guess getting to turn to the guy who started, you know, 20 plus games in his career, started the first half of this season is a pretty nice fallback option rather than having to pluck a guy off the street or, or, or go with an inexperienced guy. So that was a position where at least they had a good alternative ready, um, you know, I, I think the the secondary depth would be a bigger concern if they weren't getting a bunch of guys back, but that looks promising as well. We'll see the first practice report tomorrow. I mean, I, they might be a week away. I don't know exactly what Sunday will look like, but they might be a week away from having more more of their projected uh, starters and, and top players intact than they've had at any point this season. That was going to be my next question. Uh, it looks like Michael Thomas will be back this week. Yeah. Will Traquan Smith be back this week, in your opinion? I don't think Traquan Smith. I, I, now, I don't know for sure. I have not gotten, and I have not seen anyone report a specific timetable on him. Well, first of all, when did he go on IR? I, that, that, that's he, the, that's I, the question here. I'm not sure if he has the three I, I weeks think, in that he can come I off of like IR yet. Smith was a week after, wasn't he? Yeah. But it was Michael Thomas and Deontay Harris who were both eligible to come back this week. Yes. Um, and so I think there's a chance they could both be back. Marcus Williams, they never even put on IR, so I think there's a chance he could come back. Um, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he was on the reserve COVID list early in the week, so I think there's a good chance he could come back. Uh, you know, I, re- I, I would not be surprised if, uh, if we see a chance at all those guys coming back this week. Um, Mike, Mike, talk a little bit about, uh, look, there was another splash report about Drew Brees retiring at the end of the season. You've been around Brees since, again, he came to New Orleans. Um, and, and, look, I've always been one that has kind of uh, been on, on the side that Brees was going to play till he couldn't play anymore until yeah. this past season with the injuries and everything else. And I kind of think it could be the swan song. Any indication that Brees may be leaning toward coming back, in your opinion? Well, look, and Adam Schefter has been reporting that consistently all year long. Yes. Um, and, and actually reported that uh, the Saints thought Breeze was going to retire this past year. And that definitely would have surprised me, to be honest. Um, but, you know, it, it, he apparently came very close. And, and I think, you know, Sean Payton, a couple of times it's been a slip of the tongue, but a couple of times he's acknowledged openly that, that you know, they prepared as if this very well could be Breeze's uh, last season. And, and, you know, he's talked about that in the vein of Jameis Winston coming here, knowing they'll probably be a, a starting opportunity next season. So I think everyone is prepared for Breeze to retire. He also lined up that deal with NBC. Uh, he was so close to retiring this past year. The, you know, the only thing left is, does Breeze change his mind when, when it gets to that point? You know, do they – does a first-round playoff exit and all the injuries he had make him feel like, I want one more full season? Mm-hmm. Or would he play three great playoff games and think, man, I still am playing so well, I'm not ready to call it quits yet. I mean, 
the the last straw is 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 he really ready to do it? Uh, but obviously, I think more indications that people are expecting him to retire than than we've ever had at this stage yet. Mike, Mike, Marquez Callaway, did, did you see this in camp? I mean, a limited amount of time that you guys were in camp. Did you see the, uh, the, the him emerging into the player that he is now? Because, look, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to put the Marcus Colston tag on him because he's wearing yeah. number 12. But, gosh, he reminds a lot of Marcus Colston with speed, doesn't he? Well, he's so smooth, which is what stood out to me, and it's been yes. small doses. But, look, I, I was, you know, I think I was at all but maybe two training camp practices. Um, and, and, you know, he's had three games that were, that were bigger showcases than anything he did in training camp. Um, um, and that's not a shortcoming of his. That's, that, that's just the facts. I mean, you know, sometimes a, a guy will have a monster preseason game, uh, and then chip away and the, you know, his, his biggest breakouts were, you know, he never had eight catches for 75 yards in a practice, but he's had eight right. catches for 75 yards in an NFL game. Um, but look, I, uh, um, uh, I, we all had him, I think, targeted because we could see the way they were using him. We could see a couple nice catches. We could see him being effective on special teams. Uh, he was all on our, you know, at least bubble, if 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 not projected 53 man roster. He was, you know, that happens with receivers a lot, um, where you can just start to see who they're gravitating toward as camp goes on, and 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 you can tell you're in the place. But I think he earned it as much on special teams as offense. And the offensive opportunity has come because of the injuries we've talked about. Uh, so I think he's advanced more quickly as a receiver than even the Saints expected to need him to. Uh, when you look at, at this week uh, against the Bears, we saw Minnesota last year really attack the inside of the Saints' offensive line, trying to be physical with them. You mentioned Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, the ability to move Khalil Mack all over the field. Do you anticipate them maybe taking a page from what, what Minnesota tried to do last year uh, and try to do that to the Saints this week in, in the Dome? Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if you know it'll specifically be moving ends inside to attack the guards, but unfortunately, uh, the the guards have been more vulnerable, obviously, than the tackles uh, for for the Saints this year. That's with injuries and without. I mean, we've seen inconsistency from Anders P. We've seen inconsistency from Cesar Ruiz. And, you know, Nick Easton has been the starter when healthy there. Um, so if you're going to try to attack uh, something, you're going to try to attack the interior of the Saints line instead of trying to go after their tackles. But I don't know if they can do that the exact same way that Minnesota did it by moving those those edge rushers inside and, and really catching them almost off guard, it seemed like, when they did that. Mike, uh, as, you, as you look in your crystal ball, tell us a little bit about what, uh, what do you think happens on Sunday with the Saints and the Bears? Well, I'm going to pick the Saints to win this game. Um, and, and frankly, if they were playing Seattle, I'd probably pick them to win. And if Green Bay was coming into the Dome, I might pick the Saints to win. Certainly if it was the Rams or the Cardinals or the Buccaneers, I'd pick the Saints to win. Uh, I think the bigger issue for all of those NFC teams is can they win three in a row? Um, and, and we've seen the Saints battled a little consistency issues this year. Even when they were stringing together the beginning of that win streak, they were they were scratching by to beat the Lions and the Chargers and the Bears. The last time that they played the Bears, they had to win 26-23 in overtime. They barely mm-hmm. scratched by the Panthers. So it's been a little bit of a fine line for the Saints team, but I think their ceiling is as high as any team in the NFC. Uh, and I think they're probably, 
the, the depth of what they're very good at. They're, they're, they're like a B-plus everywhere. You know, they haven't been an A-plus anywhere outside of Camara this year, I don't think. But they're a B-plus everywhere. So they're going to have a chance to win every single game. My, my biggest question is, can, you know, can they do it? Can they show up three weeks in a row? And obviously we're all a little curious to see, will they show up in the first one after that's something they failed to do last year? Mike, final question for you. A lot of folks are a little bit shaky about what's going on with Morstead in terms of his punting yeah. and, and, and Will Lutz in terms of his kicking. I'm not real concerned. You get a hiccup every now and then. Is there a concern on this team right now? Uh, I, you know, I mean, we've never seen this much inconsistency from Thomas Morstead, and, and you know, he's, he's one of the best to ever do it. Um, and I don't think he, you know, he's certainly not going to be a liability in the playoffs and, and he's still capable of having a couple of those, you know, big highlight moments. So I, I'm not worried that, you know, the punter is a problem, uh, when it comes to Thomas Morstead, although you do have to wonder, you know, what, what that'll signal when they're having salary cap issues and they have Blake Gilligan waiting on injured reserve for much cheaper if, uh, his future becomes a, a question mark in the offseason. But I, I'm not worried about him in the playoffs. And I'm not really worried about Will Lutz. I mean, obviously, um, he was practically automatic. He was the Pro Bowler last year, could have been the Pro mm-hmm. Bowler the year before. So this is rare what we've seen. But, I mean, we're still talking about it was it was, was it two or three missed field goals over a two-week stretch, uh, and then it was one missed extra point the other day. But we're not talking about, you know, he's missed six of the last 12 or anything like that. Right. He's, he still made, I think, 10 of his last 13 kicks or something when you include the extra points. So, uh, you know, um, obviously he, we now know Will Lutz isn't perfect and it's not <laughs> three three points every time he lines up on right. the field. But I don't consider him a liability by any stretch. I agree 100%. Happy New Year to you and your family, Mike. As always, thanks so much for joining us. Tell us about uh, how folks can find your stuff on ESPN, how they can follow you on social media. Yep. Um, I'm on Twitter at Mike Triplett, and uh, my stuff will run on the NFL page on ESPN, the main page and all that, but also there's a page dedicated to the Saints. You can find everything we're doing on the Saints. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it, bud. Thank you. Bye. That's Mike Triplett. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you really ready for hurricane season? Hurricane season always seems to sneak up on us. So this year, be proactive, be ready, and get Burkhardt. Burkhardt is an authorized Generac generator dealer that sells, installs, and services Generac generators. And now through June 23rd, you'll receive a free 10-year warranty with a qualifying purchase of a new Generac generator through Burkhardt. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to sales and service of Generac generators, 
Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to Southern Tire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelman. Wendy's Baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame. And now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the Breakfast Baconator. Stacked with a fresh cracked egg, sausage, cheese, and bacon. And right now, you can get a free breakfast Baconator with purchase in the Wendy's app. So get to Wendy's and always be Baconating. We got you. Offer available at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. To keep surfaces sanitized all day, use Microband 24 Sanitizing Spray. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Once dry, Microband 24 Sanitizing Spray is effective for 24 hours on bacteria when used as directed. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I can't tell you how happy we are that we installed the APCO Whole Home uh, Air Treatment System that detoxes the air as it's circulated through your HVAC system. Uh, it's got a unique combination of UVC light, activated carbon, which is unmatched when it, gets to, when it comes to odor reduction, getting rid of those microbes, and, of course, uh, again, bacteria, virus, mold, odors, all. Again, APCO has proven to safely reduce uh, both VOCs and biological contaminants inside the air system and throughout your home. Uh, so, yeah, so whether it's your home or your business and you're looking for cleaner air, also, again, kills the COVID-19 virus as well. Uh, look into the APCO X. Again, it was easy to install. It took about an hour uh, for the technicians to install, and you'll be having clean air uh, continuously uh, uh, flowing through either your business or your home. Concerned about the air quality in your home? Think APCO X. Think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. I want to thank our guest today a great show today for uh, from from those guys coming in and and get contributing again. Uh, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com, out of sell the bird rights, and Mike Triplett of ESPN. Appreciate their time today. Also appreciate all of our fantastic sponsors. You go to EricAsher.com for a slideshow of the sponsor sponsor our program. Uh, you just click on the icon; it'll take you right to their website. Tell you all about what those um, sponsors do. And again, locally owned and operated sponsors. All family owned and operated business. Only real national sponsor we have is William Grant. That's a family owned and operated business. Please support our local businesses here in New Orleans and in the metropolitan area. Don't forget also about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Mike Dettelier is my guest. Uh, he'll join me Thursday with my live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Rebroadcast at 6 p.m. on LAE-TV on Thursday. 10 o'clock 
on Thursday on the Deuce. That's 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2. Friday, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms, as well as the WLAE YouTube page. That's right. You go to the YouTube page and check out all the previous episodes, as well as the current episode there as well. Also, great thanks to Rudy back at studio, doing a great job behind the scenes each and every day. Most importantly, folks, thanks so much for listening. Certainly appreciate you tuning in to the program, spreading the word about us now here on 106.1 FM. It's been a blast being on this station. Really love it. And I hope you've enjoyed, again, the uh, program we've been bringing to you uh, since September. And uh, we will continue to do that right here on 106.1. And you got to keep it locked and loaded right here because, again, got another great hour of sports talk coming up with my, uh, my good friend Jude Young. Uh, he'll be on All Access. Jude, Jude does a great job as the voice of the UNO Privateers, but also, again, he's an encyclopedia when it comes to sports. Literally, an encyclopedia. He knows it all. So, again, stick around for Jude coming up uh, as, as this program concludes. But more importantly, folks, thanks so much for listening. Certainly appreciate it. Looking forward to tomorrow uh, when Celebrity Chef Scott Craig will, will step in and join us. And, of course, Sean Pazan of Fox 8 Sports breaking down the uh, – uh, the national championship, as well as the Saints. And also we'll touch on some LSU as well uh, as we move forward in, in the week. And as, as always, man, I look forward to Sean coming on the show as he breaks down the film like, like nobody else. So uh, we'll have it together for you as we go forward this week. We appreciate you tuning in. Keep it locked and rolling right here on 106.1 FM for All Access with Jude Young. My name is Eric Asher. Hey, have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catching the governor, they all got to go. <laughs>